Hey guys, how's your summer going? My summer's going fantastic. What about you guys? <laughs> you know, sweaty in all the right places. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Let's not unpack that. There goes my appetite. Uh-huh. Yes. All right. What's on your kitchen table today? You know what? I'm going to tell you something right now. Yep. One thing that when I was growing up, when I was a kid, the biggest surprise, just we weren't fancy people growing up. No, not only any of us were. And getting a bucket of KFC in the summertime for <laughs> for for dinner. Yeah, man. When dad would bring that home, that man, that'd be like eating at a five star <laughs> restaurant for us. <laughs> well, even now as a grown up, I agree. There's something greasy and okay, a little bit naughty about it. Comforting. Comforting. Comforting, um, and in the summer, I mean, you, you can get it fresh, or you can also get it and put it in the fridge and eat it the next day. I love that. Uh, I, I Both ways. I can go both ways with K- KFC. I'll do both ways. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. There is something about just getting a bucket. Everybody in the family, you know, I mean, you don't even need plates. You just yeah. go in. Everybody grabs a piece of chicken and goes to town. Yeah, yeah, and and, and that's what it's all about. You know, you got the fries, and, the, and that's what we did today. So we... What, we ended up getting what I got for us today, just a bucket of KFC, right. original. Yep. Okay. Never, none of that extra crispy uh-huh. and all that. Just original. Uh, the coleslaw. Yep. French fries and gravy. That's it. Yep. Yep. Nothing else. Let's keep it simple. All right. And the first bottle you also brought? So the first bottle that we're going to try with it, you got to have something sparkly to start with. You got it. You have changed my life on that. Yes. <laughs> I, I literally start all my nights with sparkling. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's a pain to clean up afterwards. But remember now, I've, I've mentioned this before, and for those of you who might or might not know it, if you have sparkling wine on an empty stomach, it actually does promote hunger. That's a scientific fact. So the food tastes even better. Don't argue with science. That's, uh, yeah, that's a meme and a fact. <laughs> so we got the Henkel Trocken from Germany. It's the dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this one because it's um, it's a very straightforward, right down the plate, simple, uh, on the nose, sort of a Granny Smith apple, a little citrusy. None of that big bread stuff that you'd get from champagne or no. anything like that. Um, light to medium body of the palate, good acidity, nice uh, mousse to it. And uh, I, I think it's a, it's a great product and really well-priced. Good minerality on this one. And this drinking this stuff always reminds me of Christmas for two reasons. <laughs> one, growing up, my parents used to buy this by the case. So when I was like, you know, getting into adulthood, this would be the, the sip of champagne you were allowed or could like sneak um, mm-hmm. as a kid. But also for the, because they sell these in mini bottles. Yes. And when Christmas rolls around, more often than not, you can get it like a buck fifty off. Yep. And so we like to package these in little gift bags that we give to our neighbors around Christmas. So, you know, it's like some crackers, some chocolate, little Henkel trocken, and a nice little uh Tropicana bottle for the orange juice so they can make mimosas in the morning. So this is this is one of those great all-around uh, bottles. And the lovely part about having this with the chicken is the same principle applies to having sparklers and potato chips. Mm-hmm. The, the salt and the grease mm-hmm. are cut beautifully by the sparkler. Mm-hmm. I've never had this. Well, I've never heard of this before. Um, it's really sweet. You find it sweet? I really? find it sweet. Okay. Right. And, and I got to say, after, because we pre-tasted, and after going back to it, now that you mentioned the Granny Smith apple, I kind of get it almost on apple pie 
okay. taste to it. There's there's something in it that's a little more brown. Granny Smith, yes, but a little brown sugar, a little sweetness to it. And uh, it's a different taste. Like an overripe apple, maybe? Yeah, maybe that's yeah. what it is. Okay. But but I'm, I'm thinking apple pie just because, okay. just because to me, it's sweet. Ah, interesting, interesting. Um, and of course, we're going to have to have some red with this. Mm. Can't have red with white meat. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, we're going to try two very, very different wines. The first wine we're going to try is uh, the Carpinetto Chianti Classico. Okay. That's a 2018 uh, Carpinetto. For those of you who are familiar at all with Chianti, has a phenomenal name to it um this is a very very old world old school style very earthy uh, the fruit does come through on the palate on the nose however you get sort of sandalwood essence um black licorice uh well balanced uh good acidity and that's what you want with something greasy like the chicken and the fries so it it, it, it for me it was a pairing that worked it uh, brings out uh, some of the herbs and spices in the chicken. But um, what I always like about this style of wine is, um, it, it's, it sounds silly, but it has a potpourri quality to it. Not mm-hmm. the floral kind of potpourri, but the kind of like, <laughs> but no, but like that, yeah, that dried anise and then and, and tree bark. Yeah. And there's a, there's a woodiness to this wine mm-hmm. um, and, a, and a terroiriness that really uh, makes it very complex and creates a bunch of different flavors in your mouth as you're drinking it. It's very nice and dry. Um, outside of chicken, just name the cheese and this goes Ooh. well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. For me, this um, this is Old World Red, so yeah. decant, and, and I think it has changed in taste since mm-hmm. it's been sitting on the table. For me, the chicken killed this wine. Okay. The chicken overpowered it. Really? Wow. Yeah. I found I found it brought out the pepper and initially, yeah. but but as I go back to this glass now, I get less and less on the glass. I think the KFC is winning. Okay. <laughs> in a battle of titans, <laughs> no one can lose in this fight. <laughs> but you don't got you guys aren't getting that, eh? I admittedly I did finish my chicken a little earlier on. Oh, well, so I, I I mean, look, I got a I got a threshold for KFC. Less of a threshold for red wine. <laughs> I don't. I don't, apparently. <laughs> the Carpinetto. So what? what is it? The Carpinetto is a Chianti Classico. So the main grape variety there is Sangiovese. Okay. And they'll also use sort of uh, a mixture of other indigenous varieties as well, including white. Right. Including white. And that's where you're going to get a wine that has tannin to it, but also, again, is more pronounced in acidity. Mm. Okay. Um a wine like this, if you want to go something like traditional, a traditional sort of mushroom ragu okay. would be exceptional. Because mm-hmm. well, often we say you you pair the wine with the food from the region it came uh, from. Yes. So where is this wine from? Like what would be the traditional pairing for it? So it's it's up in the, the Tuscany area. Mm-hmm. So again, uh, as Andrew mentioned, cheeses, mm. uh, Parmigiano Reggiano would be... An eggplant parmesan. Oh, this? oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and even you know what? You want to keep it simple. Uh, straight up spaghetti a la boulognaise, just a straight up, like mm. nothing. Even if you don't want to go that fancy, this is gonna make it just that much better. Would this stand up to a tomato? It'll stand up to a tomato. 
Because we've, we've discussed in the past, tomato is a hard yeah. thing to pair. The, again, because of the acidity, that's yeah. why these styles of wine, Chianti's, are ideal with tomato-based sauce. Right. And what's the third wine we got? So the last one's a staple, uh, the Ravenswood Zinfandel from California. Um, this wine here, I mean, you can never really go wrong with Ravenswood. It's, it's basically like eating... <laughs> A multitude of it's like the KFC of wines. Yeah, yeah. it's got the <laughs> strawberry, rhubarb, cherry, blueberry. It's got just it's just very jammy style wine. That's not overly dry. Uh, again, has a nice acidity to it. Good fruit. Um, I thought the interesting experiment with this was uh, what the gravy, the KFC gravy, did to it. I thought was kind of cool. It made the gravy spicier for me. Hmm. Yes, I found. I didn't have gravy on my plate, so I, I can't comment on that. <laughs> what I can say is that I rather have. Ah, this is not my favorite style of wine, so I rather actually eat the fresh fruit than than taste it in such powerful uh, concentration in a mm. wine like this. But for a wine that has all those elements, this is one of the nicest ones. If that's what you're looking yeah. for, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know, and again, Zinfandel is one of those grape varieties where. Um, often overlooked because people automatically assume sweet. Yep. Uh, and it, it'll give you the impression that it is sweet because there's so much fruit in it. But it is, in fact, a dry. It's, I believe, a one on the sugar scale, if I'm not mistaken. Something along that lines, anyway. It's qualified as a dry. And it's a perfect wine if you're going somewhere and you're not 100% sure what people are <laughs> serving. Yeah. Uh, is it chicken? Or is it beef? Or is it, who knows? This is a type of wine that kind of will interplay with a variety of different dishes and usually come out on top. Oh, you could have a vegetarian meal with this wine. Vegetarian and, and as this, well, yeah. this wouldn't, yeah. Uh, yeah, no one would bat an eyelash. It's interesting, too, that you talk about the sweetness level of this, because I know David was talking about the sweetness level of the Henkeltrocken, but I'm pretty confident that is 10 or less grams of sugar, the Henkeltrocken, um, uh, a liter. Yeah. So it just has the, having the impression of sweet doesn't mean it's sweet. Well, I, I, I found that the sparkler just got sweeter after the chicken, the chicken made okay. it, made it sweeter than, than the initial mouthful of it. So maybe the herbs and spices or something did something. And then fun palate. chicken juices. <laughs> and the chicken juices. <laughs> there, there's still a flavor in, in the, the Ravenswood Zin that I'm still trying to place. And, and it's annoying me that I can't figure out what they would exactly. Is did. it a herbaceous quality? Because there no, is a. No, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a vegetable. Green pepper? Are you getting a vegetal quality like that? It's not vegetal. No, there's something. But it's, that's not that a bad thing. Yeah. But, but I agree that the. the it, it is the food is is pulling out different different tastes, mm -hmm. and I think as it as it sort of sits and airs a little bit, it's also the taste is changing. Eleven herbs and spices, right? <laughs> I taste twelve now. <laughs> How has KFC not come out with a bottle of wine? I guess that's what this entire segment is turning into. They've done everything else. KFC wine, KFC wine. I'd buy a bottle of that. 